This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. The latest grain price slide has been a product of various headline shocks, starting with a bearish USDA report and including another Chinese corn export cancellation, as well as the announcement of an extension for the Black Sea export deal. However, the sell-off turned into something more than fundamentally motivated, as it became technically driven following the break of the lows from earlier in the month and from last summer. The tumble also turned mechanical in the sense that stop-loss orders were hit to help snowball the move before more liquidation was forced by traders deciding to close out positions rather than margin them. Psychologically, this has to be weighing on growers as new crop prices are already approaching break-even levels. Any rally at this point will open the selling floodgates, potentially leaving them limited in scope. Admittedly, while I expected the market to drop, I did not expect to drop this early or this fast. We got a lot of rain over the weekend in northwest Iowa, and so I did not even have my soybeans planted yet. And yet the market has given up over a dollar a bushel in the last 30 days as it believes a bumper crop is on the way. There is a lot of growing season left for the market to make that determination. We call it the futures market and not the today's market, but nevertheless the market is looking way beyond its typical horizon and all it sees is big supply coming. There are still a few things that could help turn this ship around. First off, prevent plant acres in North Dakota could potentially ignite a minor rally. 3.75 million acres or 4% of our nation's corn acres are planted in North Dakota this year. They are looking to plant 800,000 more acres this year compared to last year, which would be a 27% increase. While things are warming up fast there, they only have one more week to get it planted before their crop insurance deadline on May 25th. Considering that prices have collapsed in recent weeks, that prevent plant option has to be looking a whole lot better. North Dakota had nearly 1.2 million acres of prevent plant last year. If they repeat that again, that takes 217 million bushels off the USDA ending stock projections. Next, China needs to stop canceling old crop purchases. The market hates surprises and it was not expecting this. We knew that new purchases were slowing, but canceling purchases is something the market did not anticipate, especially during our peak export season. They have already canceled over 1.1 million metric tons of corn. That leaves another 61 million bushels lying around the Midwest that we have to find a new buyer for. Exports are down 35% for the season so far. Like it or not, our financial fortunes are tethered too closely to China. We need to develop new markets for our grain so we are no longer as dependent on them as we currently are. The market seems to have an ideal weather scenario baked into it. With a record yield projection of 181.5 bushels per acre for corn and 52 bushel per acre for beans, it would seem there is more yield risk to the downside than upside. If we yield just a single bushel less in soybeans, our ending stock scenario remains the same as old crop. It will, however, take quite a bit more in corn. If we yield the same as last year, or 8 bushels per acre less than the USDA projections, ending stocks stay where they are. That 8 bushels per acre difference in national yield could very well mean the difference between $7 corn and $4 corn. While I don't expect a yield like last year, a record yield is by no means guaranteed either, but it will take a weather scare in some part of the country for that to happen. Reuters reporter Karen Braun wrote a column this week explaining how over the past 50 years, December corn futures 
have always returned to meet or exceed the February price average. The Comstock report has also previously referenced this tendency in our discussion of the February crop insurance price, which is 591. We will continue to expect that farmers will be reluctant to forward sell any corn at prices below the current market, especially those in the Midwest that have insurance coverage at 85%, which equates to a payment of 502 per bushel against that 591 guarantee. The fact that new crop futures usually return to the February price average sometime after February speaks to the strong seasonal tendencies of the market, while again stressing how frequently over the past few years that commodities have went against the seasonal expectations, it is still worth noting that the most consistent historical rally windows are still ahead of us. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, subscribe to our report online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.